I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. And welcome to the Geek Down Podcast, the show where two friends hang together and try and figure out where their fandoms intersect. My name is Kate McKinnon. My name is Jordan Ferguson. And this is episode 68 of the show, and I am sure it is going to be a fabulous show. You're sure? Absolutely, 100%. Is that a guarantee? Guaranteed. You're guaranteeing it. I'm guaranteeing it. Patrons, you can't get your money back. This is not a money back guarantee. But... No, because no, we don't really get paid to do it. Because <laughs> we don't spend that money, y'all. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a fabulous episode because do you know why, Jordan? I don't, actually. Um, because we're just going to hang around and chit-chat. Out of format. Uh, woo! No format, y'all. Had a busy weekend. We uh, we have done only one others of, uh, of this type of podcast, of this type of episode, rather. And that was the HodgePodge episode? I believe so, yes. So I feel like HodgePodge Part 2 is in order. HodgePodge Redux? Yeah. Um, because sometimes there's just a lot going on, and people really like the chit-chat, so we decided to just hang out. According to the survey, yes, chit-chat, chit-chat has a slim lead over everything else. Yeah, it's, it's just it's at the top. I really feel like we should have taken bets now, but it's too late. <laughs> no gambling. No, no gambling. We don't have any money to gamble. <laughs> Because we spent it all. Yes, we did. Well, let me at least open up with uh, some kind of formatty stuff. <laughs> Tell them how they can hear the show. <laughs> you can hear the show many ways, and by many ways, we really mean two ways. Dose. Which is soundcloud.com forward slash geekdownpod and iTunes. Okay. Apparently, we can't call it iTunes anymore. Oh. Apparently, it's Apple Podcasts. Oh. That's how, we, that's how it's branded now. Oh, okay. That's how we have to call it. We have to call it Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yes. There we go. Okay. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Or SoundCloud. Uh, if you go to SoundCloud, you will be able to subscribe and we'll, uh, you will get notifications letting you know that a new episode is there for you to listen to. However, if you subscribe to Apple Podcast, then yes. all of a sudden on your device... However you listen to us, which most people have said so far is via cell phone. Yes. Um, an episode will appear magically. magically. And for any of those who have listened before, you will know that it is Sir Chauncey. <laughs> He's been knighted? <laughs> yep. He didn't tell me. I told you. He texts me all the time. God damn it. <laughs> Sir Chauncey. Uh, I haven't thought of a, a last name. Uh, the The fast... The third. Chauncey the Fast the Third. Yep. Sorry, Sir Chauncey. Sir Chauncey. I don't want to insult him by not including his title. Yeah, he is very fast. Sir Chauncey the Fast the Third. Yeah. Is he still smashing it in your ear hole? Yes. Okay. Uh, But delicately. Smashing it delicately into your ear hole. He's got responsibilities now. The world world is watching. Yeah. Uh, But he will, it will just appear. It'll be magic. Um, You'll be delighted. We're delighted. And it's basically a good time. Now, if you want to talk to us about the podcast at all, for instance, you loved this hodgepodge episode, or you like when we do something specifically, or you have an idea for something you'd like us to review or watch, then you can get at us on a whole bunch of different social media 
ways. Why are you doing that with your hands? Because it's like reverse jazz hands. I'm, I'm summoning Social the magic. Media yep. I'm summoning the magic. Uh, one of those is Twitter. Um, and it's not twitter.com forward slash geekdown. It is at geekdownpod. Yes. Because um, that's how Twitter works. Tweeter.net. <laughs> you can also. Slash <laughs> geekdownpood.php. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Uh, .org. Um, or you can get at us on Facebook, which is at www.facebook.com forward slash geekdownpod. That's mostly the place where I hang out because I'm old. <laughs> this is what I've been told. Facebook is the place for grandmas now. Yeah. Yeah. Your, parent, your parents are on Facebook. Yeah. The kids are all on, on Snapchat. I... I I am now on Snapchat. What? Yep. What? I am learning slowly. This weekend was a lot of learning how to use Snapchat. And Who taught you how to use Snapchat? Um, I am teaching myself also, shout out to Naomi, the young person in my life, <laughs> who has been like, have you done this thing yet? I'm like, what is a streak? I don't understand what that is. I don't know what a streak is. What's a streak? I, I, I think apparently it's like if you and a person Snapchat every single day, uh, then all of a sudden there's a, it says like it's a streak or oh my something. God. Um, there's lots of other little like video things you can do. You can add music. Did you take the dog face selfie yet? I have not. Do, are we going to do that? We have to do that later. Okay, we might do <laughs> later that. for Twitter. Um, but I have taken a whole bunch of different ones. They make your face look weird. Yep. It's kind of fun actually. I can see why the kids like it. You kids. <laughs> you kids. Kids with your Snapchats. Snapchats. Um, but you can't get us uh, on there. That's, Lord, no. No. God, f- um, fuck no. Finally, the, the way you can get a hold of us, which is super old-fashioned-y, is email. We are geekdownpod at gmail.com. Yeah. You seem very impressed that I remember that. <laughs> this is going much more smoothly than I was expecting. Uh, you can email us... Um, and you can email us just in general to say hi. You can email us about how you like the show. You can email us how you don't like the show, I guess, if you really want to, but we'd rather you don't. Why are you going to be a jerk? I know. We are very sensitive people. <laughs> um, as, as if. As, 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 yes. We, we talk about that a lot, actually. Uh, and finally, it's not a way to get a hold of us, but it's a way to be sort of part of the show if you'd like to be. If you are like this... All of this, all of this, all the time. I cannot get enough of what y'all are doing at the Geekdown. And you know what? Here's a dollar. How can I get you that dollar? I'll tell you how. You go to patreon.com slash geekdownpod. You can give us a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, up to twenty-five dollars. At each level, there are different things that you can get. Um, the full description of all of that is on the Patreon. We do posts. We do playlists. Yep. All kinds of fun stuff. We did the Geek Down playlist this week. So if that's a way in which you decide you want to support us, that is available for you like it was available for Chantal Cooley. Thank you very much, Chantal. We really, 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 really appreciate it. Chantal joined the proud ranks of of Geeky D's uh, recently. Uh, It was actually a a while ago, but we did not have time to do the shout out until now because we were off gallivanting. Yeah, we had banked an episode so it sort of happened in between all that so we weren't able to say like thank you you were amazing fireworks and like the fireworks spell out your name and then Chauncey comes up and does like some kind of like flag waving power fist firework thing this is what I'm imagining you're just you're just making promises we will not be able to keep um but thank you not just to Cooley but to all of our patrons because and this is fireworks worthy 
we crossed another goal this week. We did. Yes. We paid for SoundCloud hosting for 2017 through to 2018. So no episodes of the Geek Down will vanish. They will nope. not disappear. They will just stay right where they are. And we, we maintain our placement in the SoundCloud world. Uh, that is possibly, not possibly, it is the most expensive thing we had on the goal list. Probably not something we thought we were going to do this early, but it just kind of popped up and it was due. And uh, it turned out we had enough banked and pledges to take care of it. So thank you so much for all of you who, who are continue to support us um because you are officially now yeah you're part of this yeah you make this happen if we were really fancy we could like make you guys like producers you know how they just like throw producer (laughs) credits at people in the movies but we're not fancy we don't have any money so you're all producers producers quotation marks yeah um but yeah thanks so much i'm it's so exciting um it's not as exciting as getting a chair, though, because there was no, like, photo journal opportunities. <laughs> it was just, like, Caitlin transferring money. <laughs> Great photo journal of, like, PayPal transaction receipts. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been a lot less exciting for y'all, so yeah. we didn't really document it. No, but. We, we did not. Um, but to just, like, kick off our chit-chat episode... Uh-huh. Um, I know we had sort of talked about one thing, but I would like to say that uh, I'd like to open up with sort of like a confession. Like, you know, when you go to AA and you're like, hi, my name is Caitlin. I'm a drug user. But this is going to be, hi, my name is Caitlin. I'm terrible at remembering things and will do a better effort at writing things down in the future <laughs> when I'm going to say I'm going to do them. What did you forget now? Um, oh, just like, I was like, yeah, I'll do like a TCAF report or like a photo essay. <laughs> you did say all that. And I completely forgot. There until... was stuff There was stuff on Twitter. Yes. Photos were on Twitter. Yes, there, but that was all you. That was not any me. Uh, um, and uh, no, you know what you have to do first? What? You have to tell us about the package your dad sent you. Oh, my God. Which you mentioned right. two episodes ago and did not mention on the next episode. See? I see. I'm terrible. So I'm actually just before I get into that, I'm, I'm going to make a, a real effort to when I say, yeah, I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to write it down immediately <laughs> instead of me listening to the episode the next week and then being like, oh, God, I totally forgot. So the package. Um I had helped my dad with some issues with his computer, and I had sent him a flash drive with all his pictures. Mm. He has pictures from years and years of all his, like, Scotland pictures and traveling pictures. And so I had sent him this flash drive with all of that. And when I called him, when he had said, you know, he finally got it, and I was sort of walking him through how to get these pictures, um, he said, also, uh, I, I, I sent you something. And I was like, what did you send me? I had no idea. Um, sometimes he goes to like garage sales or stores and finds little trinkets that he think I'll, he'll like. Or maybe I thought he might have made me something. He's a carpenter by trade. So I thought maybe he made me a little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I, I come home one day and there's this big package. Um, and I had no idea what it possibly could be. And I crack it open. And it is a two CD, two tape um with instruction manual on how to learn scottish gaelic oh my god now 
it, the, I was I was really worried because initially when I saw the two tape thing, I was like, where am I going to play this? There, I don't know anyone with a tape deck anymore. Um, but it's not. It's CD or tape. They're both the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was like in the, I think it was published like 2000. So they still had to be aware of people <laughs> with tape decks. Very considerate giving you the multi-format option. Yeah. You know, for the um, car. And I was just, I was really excited. I still am really excited. I am moving towards my lifetime goal of being a polyglot <laughs> and just going to learn learn some Gaelic and speak it pretty poorly. Um, but I was just really excited. And the tapes still make me laugh. I don't have any tapes. <laughs> Who has tapes? You can still get boomboxes, like at a second plan place. Like, I guarantee you there are stores that sell yeah, just tape but decks. like, oh, apparently... There is something called the elbow. The elbow. It is um, a thing that you put around your tape. Like it's a little elbow uh-huh. looking thing and you can play your tape off of this elbow. Oh, I think I've, yes, I think I've seen that as Which well. Which is kind of wild. It's got a built in speaker too or something, doesn't it? Or yeah, well, you can plug your or headphones. Headphone jack. Yeah. Um, which I think is ludicrous. Um, Madness. I mean, listen, we know, we know your man says totally embraced uh the return to vinyl but you know the hipsters out there are really trying to you know make cassettes happen again it, it's not good 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 luck with that yeah not a not a thing Ooh, speaking of cassettes this is how my brain works cassettes yeah. when we were kids we were in bands we really wanted to have a cassette really bad why was i thinking about that because sadly we do have to talk about this um chris cornell died this week yes to add to the like sad year or two years of just people dying. We're, we're not going to stay sad, but it does need uh, mentioning that Chris Cornell was the singer of Soundgarden in the 90s. He did some solo work. He was an audio slave in the in the early aughts. He kind of spans a few generations of listeners there. Different people might know him from different things. Died at 52 after playing a show in Detroit. Looks now that he may have uh, committed suicide by hanging, uh, stemming from some misuse of prescription drugs. Maybe he took too much Ativan that tweaked his brain chemistry and that's why he did it. Um, very sad. I've said on Facebook that, like, I learned drums to Soundgarden records. Like, I have not, I have not listened to Soundgarden in years not even really like they've been doing new stuff lately and it was yeah. just like oh i'm glad they're playing yeah i'm not gonna go see a show i'm not hadn't even really checked out the new stuff but i was just happy they were still out there doing things and yeah but as a kid like and i will get in this fight with anybody who wants it like i'm sure everybody feels that the music of their youth was like you know the best the best music that was ever made i got in a major fight with somebody once when i basically apologized for them that the like music of their youth was third eye blind <laughs> like i'm sorry that's what you had to listen to in high school like i'm really sorry oh i fucking nirvana kurt cobain was so great and, like it wasn't just that i didn't really listen to nirvana that much it was just like there was this if you weren't 16 in 1993 you will not understand what it's like that even in your shitty town there was just the air crackled like it just seemed like something was happening um because everybody was like on the same page and you were in your little bug fuck town and you could look at people from another bug fuck town or bug fuck towns because it wasn't just seattle there was shit coming out of halifax and hamilton and a bunch of other places at the time and be like 
oh, it doesn't matter if our gear is shit or if we can barely play or if we're wearing raggedy clothes, like, we could still be rock stars. Well, fuck it. Let's all start bands then. Yeah. So we did. And even in, you know, the area I grew up in, Windsor was the city. I grew up in this town, Amherstburg, about a half hour outside of it. But Amherstburg had this, like, they had a venue. Like, there was this bar, this terrible bar that nobody went to except the town's <laughs> more questionable elements. Mm-hmm. But they started having all ages shows. And, <laughs> quotes, all ages. Yeah. They got busted by the cops every weekend, either legitimately or nah. Um, but bands would, like, skip playing in Windsor to come to Amherstburg and play at Jimmy's. Like, there was a show. Every week, every week you'd go by Jimmy's and look at the, like, photocopied flyers in the window to be like, bands you knew, bands you didn't know. It's like, fuck it, let's just go, like, check it out. I have not seen something like that since, really. I'm sure there are, like... Hip-hop scenes, maybe the Atlanta hip-hop scene is, like, the closest thing to it now, but... I I don't know... Exa- I, I mean, I wasn't 16 in 1993. Um, I don't know... You were a wee baby. I was, well, I wasn't that young. I remember a lot, surprisingly. Um, a lot of it is new, cl- new kids on the block, <laughs> but I still remember a lot. Um, but there's definitely something to be said about being just like a, a kid tween sort of in the 90s, because in like 1999, 2000, there was so much different type of music. Like mm. It was very, it was sort of like a rainbow of music, right? Um, though we missed the early 90s, we sort of got the, the ripple effect from it. And I do remember, and I, I mean, I was a huge fan of Smashing Pumpkins, and, and that came out of the early 90s and a whole bunch of other bands that sort of got their foot in at that time. Um, Foo Fighters came came out of that, mm-hmm. and therefore a whole bunch of other bands followed. Um, so I was sort of got to see the ripple effects of that. Um, but I, I mean... And it is hard to say, you know, well, this generation is a lot better than that generation as far as music is concerned, because it sort of all flows into each other. Um, but I, I'm pretty, I agree pretty much with your analysis. I mean, maybe the kids feel this way now, but just like there was no, there was no internet. There was no social media. Nope. You had much music, which for whatever reason, because maybe it's just like, this is what the kids wanted. They were you know, selling this, you would see these videos just in random rotation mm-hmm. throughout the day. And, you know, the radio or going to the guy who sold CDs in the local appliance store and just grabbing something off the wall that looked weird and hoping it was okay yeah. and not and not shit. Yep. And if it wasn't shit, you brought it to your friends and was like, holy crap, listen to this. You know, what y'all know about quicksand? You ever heard of quicksand? <laughs> about helmet. Like, you're just grabbing shit off the wall. That looked cool. Um because, you know, you made 25 bucks mowing somebody's lawn and it's like, you know, let's go buy a CD with it. Yeah. Because you had to buy CDs because we couldn't even steal music yet. And, yeah, you you picked tribes to a certain extent back then. You know, there were Nirvana yeah. kids and there were Pearl Jam kids. And, like, even though they all got lumped together, all of these bands were doing different things. You know, Nirvana was more, quote unquote, punk. Alice in Chains was more metally. Uh, Pearl Jam was basically classic rock. They just talked about you know being young and not having a dad and being (laughs) disillusioned and shit like um and Soundgarden was almost like Prague like I really didn't get on board with them until like their third album like they were real noisy good kids go back and listen to a song called Jesus Christ Pose it's like two minutes of just weird instrumental shit you'll be like how is anybody supposed to (laughs) sing over this and then you know the greatest banshee whale since Robert Plant in his prime comes 
screaming from the heavens and you're like oh that's how you do this and that was chris cornell and his voice like never deteriorated he could still hit those notes um the one making the rounds this week in light of his passing he did a cover of uh nothing compares to you by prince uh just him in an acoustic and like somebody on a cello and it was just brr this one stings similar to prince prince hit more hurt more um, cause it was just so unexpected and this is really unexpected too, but like Prince was still a really like vital part of my day to day. I hadn't really thought of Chris Cornell in a while, but it's just like, you know, when we found out he passed, you know, the, the, the group chat of the group text with all the guys from back home, you know, who used to play in bands with together just yeah. blew up and we were like, Oh man, we're old. Uh, well, it's not even, this is what I keep on saying. It's not even that, you know, we're old. They're just people keep on dying really young. Yeah, 52 is not, my parents are older than that. Like, yeah, it I'm, just, I'm closer to that than I am other ages. Yeah, so I, I think it's more of just, I think it's just a weird, I don't know if it's just people are more aware. I don't know what's going on, but everyone has to admit this is kind of weird. The amount of people dying? Yeah. Yeah. Like the number of like important what you would think of as important celebrities or important mm. people in the in the general awareness societal awareness i think that's i think that's weird well rest in peace to chris cornell love and sympathy to his family and his friends and his bandmates and uh kids go start bands yeah <laughs> go start bands also go start drawing i really wish i got a head start on that drawing thing how's that going is your project done what? What projects? What are you, you talking about? You had a project. I don't know what you're talking about. You had to draw a mug and a book. Shit. Why is this all recorded? <laughs> no, it's not done. When, when was it due? It's due this week okay. on Thursday. Uh-huh. I have all tomorrow to work on it. <laughs> I booked the time. Didn't make any plans. I'm just going to draw a mug and a book. And it's going to be a lot harder than it sounds. But I'm going to do it. I know you're going to do it. It's going to be awful. It'll be fine. It's going to be terrible. It's a drawing class, though, like, isn't it? Are, are we going for realism here? Or yes, is it just it's, for... it's uber realistic. It's it's actually not just, it's not just looking at something and drawing an approximation of that thing. It's mm-hmm. all of the details of what I'm seeing have to be translated onto paper. Um, so, like, all the shadows... Mm. All the the way the light hits it, um, the curves of the mug. Which you, why did I pick that mug? You've been in a drawing class for like a month. And so, like, why are they expecting you to be able to do like shadows and light work and shit? That seems a little well. It's I'm further trying, along, I'm, isn't it? I'm supposed to be starting. <clears throat> I'm supposed to be starting to do all of this stuff. Oh. They're not expecting. They're not expecting perfection. This is just the drawing one. But it's still, I get kind of lost in the details, or I should say anxious about all the details. So um, I, I'll keep on, keep on, keeping on, and uh, I'll let you know how it turns out. I'll send you a picture. Will you show the people a picture? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not. Sorry, listeners. I won't be showing people pictures Tried until to, drawing three. Tried to help you out on that one. Thought it would be... That'll be amusing for the listeners, but a parent shot that down right quick. Sorry, yeah, y'all. That's okay. Um, but besides drawing and sad... <laughs> dead people. And sad dead people, um, we should probably talk about TCAF. We probably should talk about TCAF. Friends? And TCAF, listeners. 
was do- our listeners all our listeners are our friends are they we? yes oh i thought some people maybe hate listen <laughs> if you hate listen fuck y'all <laughs> get your own podcast listeners both friendly and nah uh tcaf was dope yes it was it was dope um it started though the day started before TCAF, before yeah. meeting up with Jordan. Yeah, we got we got to get into this first. The day started most amazingly. So I'm like on the bus to go meet Kate. Uh, as it happens, I mean we when we when we last talked about it, it was not even like a plan. That I thought Caitlin was doing her own thing. I was making my own plans with Kayam. I thought maybe we might link up together when we were down there. Nope. Turns out Kate was just going by herself. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll drag Kayam with me. Or and turns out Kayam ran like crazy late. So just turned out to be geek down day at the at tcaf so i'm on my way down there to meet her and kate sends me a message that like hey check the email on your way down here and make sure you read kira's letter i'm like who kira what who is kira and where is this email because it's gone now it disappeared because i think caitlin moved it somewhere when, when she read it which she will maintain she did not but it's that's just 90 percent of our relationship <laughs> um and so wh- when did you even see it first thing when i woke up okay i saw because i checked my phone for like weather and traffic and yeah. that kind of thing um and i saw that i had mail and i look and it's you it, now this is the fu- kind of the funny part as i know someone named uh Oh, I'm not going to say the last name, but, name, but but basically the name is almost identical. Mm. And I was like, but the person I know is very young. And I was like, their <laughs> parents should not be letting them listen to the show. <laughs> and so I open it. We thinking, swear so much, you guys. Thinking that it was going to be like a silly fan fan mail from this person I know who's like 10, maybe not even. And it was not. It was from... Kyra, who is 22 and lives in Australia, and it, is it Kyra or Kira? Kira or Kira? I actually don't know. Kira, Kyra. We don't know how to say your name. Though I think know. you know what? I think you might be right. I think it might be Kira. I know. I know someone with the same. I work with someone with the same spelling. Oh, okay. Uh, so then it's, who it's pronounced Kira? It's probably Kira. The person I know is actually named Kyra. It's the the slight difference. Um, so I so this email from Kira is just the one of the greatest things I've ever read. In my entire life. And I read it like three times. And then I like messaged you and was like, have you seen this yet? Um, so Kira is a 22-year-old student from Australia. Yeah. Who uh, apparently was looking for podcasts about Yuri on Ice. Which is one of the greatest shows ever. Came across ours. And uh, for, I don't know, reasons because we're delightful, kept listening to ours. And really uh, loved our show and kept listening to it and basically decided to write us a very lengthy (laughs) email telling us about how much she loves the show and what she loves about the show. And it was kind of amazing. It was it wasn't just kind of amazing. It was amazing because as we've talked about before, um, we a lot of the fans we interact with are people we we know or or acquaintances, or people we know through other people, um, this is a complete stranger. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of made us freak out. Uh, a lot, yeah. When I finally got down to the library to meet Caitlin, we spent like 10 minutes just squeeing about this email before we did anything. And Jordan actually put it really, really well. Um, and uh, basically, it was sometimes it feels like we're yelling into the void. Right, we li- love making the podcast, but 
sometimes we don't really know who's listening. We we don't really know who those 100 people are. Who... We, we can see numbers on a SoundCloud ticker or pod track stats or any of that and that's it's just a number right like yeah um but with with you know um kira's email we have this idea of this person out there and we basically decided all the podcasts are going to be made for for kira from now on yeah they're just all for kira yeah it's all for you uh so if you're listening to this congratulations (laughs) uh all the podcasts are for you now (laughs) you're the real producer you're the executive producer of the geek down yeah uh no just because she like told us about her life and like and snakes and australia <laughs> is australia crazy. be mad scary and summarized our relationship in one parks and rec meme more perfectly than anyone else ever has yep um yeah and it was just really amazing and just started off the day on on a alarmingly feel-good note for me <laughs> and then it continued so what the hell do we do first? So basically, it was it was split up between two areas. Um, yeah, and TCAF, for those of you who don't know or haven't heard us talk about it before, is the Toronto Comic Arts Festival. is a free event. It uh, started when it just used to take place in the Toronto Reference Library, which is right at like Young and Bloor. In like a real small area of yeah. the library. And uh, now it's at least two buildings, and they have a whole bunch of other events that go on at the same time. So yeah, the main program was at the reference library and then like a block up the street was the masonic temple which is where they were having this um image image comics 25th sort of event with a bunch of image comics creators and walking up i remember thinking that like oh man i hope this is not like super busy blah 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 and when we and when we walked up there was actually a lineup coming out one of the doors and we were like oh well that's not too bad blah 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 um Caitlin asks, and it's like, that was just for Charlie Adler, the guy who uh, draws Walking Dead. That was just a lineup for him. It's like, oh, the main door is around the corner. We'll go around the corner. Yeah, there ain't nobody there. We no, just waltzed in. It was, it was kind of dead, actually. Kind of, yeah. I wonder if people even really knew or cared to read the program closely enough. But um, So we got our Monstrous book signed yes, we, by the we, artist. we went and bought Monstrous. Um, very happy that, you know, three years of watching perfume interviewing videos and you know slight improvement in my knowledge of japanese conversational etiquette meant that when i handed my book to sana takeda and she was and she said oh hi how are you i was able to go yoroshiko nagashimasu and she went, looked at me very startled and went "Ooh," and replied in kind um yeah no we, we got our book signed they had adorable stickers super adorable stickers <laughs> that that we grabbed. Um, yeah, both got our book signed by her. Marjorie was not there yet. Marjorie Lou, the author, she was at a panel at that moment. Uh, but other people were kicking around. Chip Zdarsky was there. Um, Adam Warren. Who a, a bunch of people. I can't remember all the people who were there. Um, and she also drew cute cats in both of our both of our books. They're very cute cats. Um, and then Caitlin wanted to go to a panel. It was called, uh, like, Drawing Action in Comics. It was all about drawing action and what that means and how difficult it is or not difficult. And I was really interested in it. And uh, It was, like, Cameron Stewart and Jason Latour and uh, Adam Warren as well. And, oh, God, Emma Rios, was that her name? I can't remember I think so. who the lady was. Um, but it was, like, up on the fifth floor. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> 
and they don't have they have like an old timey fun elevator except there was no one there to work it with like the handle like it requires an operator <laughs> they're yeah. like go tell the operator you want to go on the fifth floor i'm like where what operator and there was no operator there so we had to march up these these five six flights and of stairs planners of tcaf this is a comic arts festival you know what your demo is yeah i don't think your demo you should know that your demo is not exactly built for going up Five flights of stairs. There was re- literally, like, guys with, like, pizza, at, like, <laughs> walking up the stairs, like, just chow- like mowing down um, pizza. And they had, like, chips and stuff in their hand. And we were like, yeah, no, this is not the right demographic for this. <laughs> and, as, and as we walk up, we notice that the room that it's in is, like, like this was at the Masonic Temple. And this was clearly the room where all the Illuminati shit happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, there yeah. was, like, a big, like, wooden table and then, like, high-backed red leather chairs surrounding yeah. it. Like, it, it looked like some Eyes Wide Shut parties <laughs> happened in there. Um, but on our way to that part, to the, the panel discussion, yes. um, Jordan says to me, hey, Kate. <laughs> so I stop and I see this dude talking to, you know, a young lady rather involved. And I don't even know why it occurred to me to think, like... Because I had no idea of what ended up being the reason why he was there. I did not know that detail about his life. I think maybe just because he had been in town a couple of weeks before for something else. Maybe. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can't go to that. That would have been fun. Maybe I just like had him on the brain. But I, st- I stopped to Kate and I'm like, Kate, is that fucking Juno Diaz? And for those of you who don't know, he is a very well-known writer. Um, Specifically, we know him because Kayam dresses up like him like every halloween friend of the show kaim dar uh, has been known to dress up like him for, for halloween um juno diaz's novel the brief wondrous life of oscar wilde was maybe my first staff pick at major canadian retailer um <laughs> double back shouts to kira who is trying who's been trying to figure out where major canadian retailer is has <laughs> 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 just been like googling that <laughs> And she just envisions it as like a place that sells like rifles and moose heads you put on your wall and maple syrup. Kira, we sell one of those three things. I'm not going to tell you which. Oh, uh, more clues, Kira, more clues. <laughs> rifles, moose heads, or maple syrup. I'm not going to tell you which one we sell. Um, yeah, so I mean like I have adored him and I like and <laughs> ask Kate if it's him. Kate stops, freezes like in place and we're both just like, is it? Is that him? Why the fuck is he here? Why would he be here? What is he doing? What? That's that's your DS. Oh my and, god! And I, I, God, I hope we were like quiet enough amongst ourselves that he didn't hear any of that. But he like did look up at one point and gave us the like, oh hey, wave. Like I am acknowledging that I am who you think I am. And, and he did like did he did kind of like a come over like you can come over. Oh, did he? Like, yeah. I didn't even notice that. I was just like, oh, that's why. <laughs> That's why I kind of bounded forward. I was like, hello. And I'm not very good. And I mentioned this on the podcast where we discussed me going to TCAF. I am not very good at talking to celebrities. I don't think of myself as someone who would get tongue-tied. I don't think they're better than, you know, the general population. I don't really care much about their social lives. But something happens and my brain melts. And I was actually pretty good. I don't think I freaked him out too much. Well, I basically just told him about Kayam and like, I'm like, can we take a picture with you guys when he arrives? And he's like, yeah, I should be around. And he said, I should be here all weekend because Marjorie's here. Yeah. Like just kind of said it like, and we were like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Thanks. And then we like, oh my God, we talked to you, Juno Diaz. Um, And then held that his hand, introducing himself. And it's like, yeah, no, I know who you are. Yeah. And, uh, and then we kind of were like, Marjorie. 
And then Jordan goes, Marjorie Liu? And yeah, turns out they've been like together for like well, six years. Well, then he then Jordan says, because we both, of course, still have monstrous in our hand. And he goes, I just kind of like put this together. And we look at the the oh, right. the thank you or the like Dedication. dedications at the front of the book. And sure enough, in Spanish, it says like to Juno, like my love. And we're like, oh, and I look it up and they've been together from for like since 2011 and and as we're figuring out that who should walk past caitlin <laughs> marjorie marjorie lou who and, thinks caitlin is someone else yeah she like, and begins talking to her very familiarly and like comes up she's like hey and then she goes oh my gosh i'm so sorry i thought you were someone else and i'm just like okay and caitlin goes this is <laughs> basically those are the sounds i made and i was like no 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 it's okay um and then the panel starts and the panel was very good panel was very good yeah um so that was sort of like the start of the weekend <laughs> that was the start yes um and then we went yeah good panel um could have used more women could have used more women uh or more questions or more questions directly to the women um although i think like the one guy i don't remember this guy's name who was he big upped her book a lot yeah um I don't know if they share a publisher or if they worked together before or what, but I did not, I was unfamiliar with her work at the time. I still mean to go back and look at it. But I mean, as far as, yeah, as far as just, uh, you know, I am not an artist. I don't do drawing. So hearing them say that basically like things that like, you know, oh, you know, action scenes are the easiest yeah for a lot of them like they don't mind that it's the it's, part it, where you have to get it across with two people talking that can be like way worse or you know having an action scene and trying to fit it in 22 pages yeah. can be can be hard the standard western comic book format yeah and that one of the artists doesn't like the talking action scenes where you're basically like doing dialogue <laughs> in between ex- punching people expositing while you're punching people yeah doesn't like that and that kind of stuff was really interesting um and a lot of them are both uh, writers and artists so you know just ha- them having an idea of what they want versus having to sort of make someone else's idea come to life that was all interesting so it was super super interesting um and then Kaim showed up near the end of that panel and then we went down and we had marjorie sign our books crocodile hammer i couldn't remember what it was oh yeah crocodile hammer discussions of a crocodile with a hammer at that panel it was happened quite a lot and is now gonna forever be an inside joke (laughs) at least for us if not for them um but yeah we went back downstairs went back downstairs got our got our book signed uh, Um, by marjorie marjorie's like oh sorry again i thought you were someone else and i got to tell her that it's true that people think i'm any any new place i go i always get asked if if they know me from somewhere or if I have a sister named so-and-so or a cousin or I know this person and I there my friend Victoria and her husband Scott once once followed a girl for like five blocks because they thought it was me but it wasn't I have doppelgangers I don't know if it was because we were all born in the same vat or what but (laughs) They are out there. The so, same vet. So I, I don't take any offense to people thinking I'm somebody else. Um, but yeah, and then... Went back, got the book signed, and I think yeah. this is when I... Uh, so, friends, we've talked about uh, a series called Phonogram on the show before. And 
I gave it to Caitlin once. Just nature sounds. It's very, it's very nature. Is it picking it up? <laughs> I think it might have picked up a little <laughs> bit. Enjoy the sounds of you know, falling rain and, and birds, bird calls today, this friends. This the most relaxing episode we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, just, just chill. Just chill just out chill, with um, Yeah, phonogram was an early thing I had brought Caitlin um, about magicians who use music as magic sort of thing. Uh, a lot of inside references, inside inside baseball talk about Britpop and things of that sort and indie rock. Um, and it is done by Karen Gillan and Jamie McKelvey, currently superstars on uh, The Wicked and the Divine. And this was their first book. And Jamie McKelvey was in town for the image portion of TCAF. Uh, he was just never at his table for most of the day. No. A lot of panels for that boy. Um, and sitting on one of the, sitting there at his table, along with other sort of wicked and divine sort of things, was a beautiful black slab of hardcover called The Complete Phonogram. Yeah. Which had everything in it. Phonogram, Hail Britannia, The Singles Club, uh, The Immaterial Girl, all and, all the backups from the original issues. And they were all in color? They colored the first series, which was originally black and white. And it was $60. $60. And I've got Anime North to go to next weekend. And I'm a really bad influence. She's a terrible influence. Because Caitlin was like, just buy it. Just buy it. <laughs> I'll buy dinner later. Just buy it. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. I was like, well, fine. Fuck it. Um, but cash only. So I had to run to a bank. And your man doesn't fuck with service fees. So he goes to his bank. His bank was in walking distance. Um, did we swing by the actual library on the way down there, or when um, did we do that? I think we decided to do that on the way back. So we did that, and then went to the right, and then went to the reference library. Okay, so we went down. I went to the bank on my way down there. Your man's realizes, hmm, my bank is directly next to a location of major Canadian retailer. Yeah, just hop on that internet right quick. Oh, yeah. They got a copy. One copy. One copy. Which, th- that is dangerous territory. For a major Canadian retailer? Yes, it is. Uh, so we go. We have a look. Ooh, still sealed in the plastic. Yep. If you think for one second your man's is not the sort to go buy a copy with his employee discount, save 15 bucks, and take that shit back to the con and get it signed... You are mistaken. You're still supporting them. I am still supporting them. <laughs> you know how low down I might be? <laughs> I might take that shit back to major Canadian retailer, return it, buy it back immediately, and use a gift card. <laughs> that is amazing. That's how low down I'ma be. Because <laughs> uh, guess what? Customers do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, ultimately, y'all still getting your money. Everybody's getting paid. But how much did you save? Uh, easily, yeah, thirteen to fifteen bucks, something like that. That's amazing. That's that's listen. It's forty five is better than sixty. Um, so yeah. Then on our way back, we had asked. Um, I believe it's his his wife who was working the table. We had asked her. Um, his schedule remaining for the day, and yep. he wasn't going to be back at his table till like four fifteen, four thirty, or something. Yeah, like real near the end. Everything kind of wrapped up at five. So we decided we hadn't been in the main building yet, so we would swing through there on our way by 
and we did and it was chaos and madness and <laughs> but good chaos and madness um there's a lot to look at i think yeah. next year when i go i'll go earlier just to before the whole swarm um props to the old asian lady doing work in in the midst of all of this who was that she just some some lady she'd set herself up at one of the computers she was like oh she, she wasn't she was just doing work yeah she was just doing work at the library but this like swarm of like, people around like googling her. furniture disposal on a city website sort of thing <laughs> yeah okay. yeah um and she'd had like some books open and stuff <laughs> and like some snacks and it just was like i guess all this these, is going on now these hipsters and alt types are roaming around the I, library i have not seen so much colored hair in one spot before it was amazing <laughs> i've not seen so much artwork that looked like adventure time in one spot yeah. before um so uh we headed to that we went to um there's sort of like an upstairs gallery area i'm yes. not sure what the difference was i kind of was i don't either swept away by everything there was just so much to see um and there is a company um, called, I actually don't know if they like to rather be called A Comics or I always call them AH Comics. They're uh, Toronto based. And I've been following them since they started because there aren't actually that many, as far as I know, um, comics publishers in Toronto specifically um, that are small. And, uh, and so I've been following them since they started. So I, I knew they were around, and I I started looking for them, and um, and I I saw their booth, and I went to their booth. I was like, oh oh, this is this is Age Comics, and the guy who was working the booth. It was so weird. I was like, I know you from somewhere. And by this time, Jordan and Kaim had like wandered. We heard you lead with that. Yeah, we, we heard you start with like, don't I know you from somewhere? And it's like, I don't know what that's about. So. Yeah. Kai and I just kind of wandered off. So, but always staying within clear eyesight because... <laughs> we didn't want to lose each other. We did not want Caitlin to turn around and have us be behind a pillar. And, and really again, I would have to end up at like the ball pit or the like place where parents <laughs> collect their lost children. That would have been embarrassing. Um, so I started talking with this guy and I realized... First of all, this is like what he does. He There's this comic that AH Comics put out called Moonshot. It was an indigenous comic book um they have a second one that's come out i i have the first one i don't have the second one and love the stories and the art fantastic and i find out i actually worked at the same company as this guy like i a year and a half ago had no idea he actually says at one point like did did you know i did this i was like no i had (laughs) no idea you were the same people um and that was kind of fun and weird and added to the the fun of the whole day um and then i didn't know how to like because i'm awkward didn't know how to say bye i was just like (laughs) yeah uh yeah so good job bye fist bump smoke bomb bye bye uh yeah yeah then we wandered through the rest of there uh found there was a small display of the original pages of my brother's husband because gengaro tagami was in the house uh did not get a chance to meet him or get anything signed because uh, your man's was tapped financially, so he's not going <laughs> to shell out another thirty on that hardcover. Though it would have been nice to uh, to see him, but seeing his artwork uh, pre inked, pre just his raw pencils was was very enjoyable. Uh, some shots of that are on our Twitter as well. And then, yeah, uh, judging by the clock, if I was going to get my my 
discounted hardcover signed i had to we had to make our way back to the masonic and as we're making our way up the uh you had to cross it was like a block and you did have to go through an intersection and as i'm going through the intersection i just randomly hear oh my god jordan and i stop and i turn and i'm like yeah and i have no idea who this person is and she just goes oh wow hi i listen to your podcast and I bust out in fucking hysterics. And <laughs> what makes it even better, I still know who these people are. Caitlin immediately like freaks out about this. It was three of them. Um, she just starts talking to them. They know each other, and she tells me later that they are your they were your stepfather's grandkids. Yeah, that's right. Um, so or presumably, like that's why they started listening to the show in the first place was like the Caitlin connection, but they didn't even see Kate. They didn't even recognize me at all, or like at least not initially. It was all about Jordan. Kate like just went across the street, and but they noticed me, and she's <laughs> the one was like, "Oh my god, no, we we live in Parkdale. I think I've seen you on the No Frills shuttle." <laughs> <laughs> um. So like, not only did we get this like amazing you know fan letter, we got <laughs> fucking recognized on the street by people who listen to the show. Um, so that those three, so my, my stepdad, Robert has, I think it's 11 grandkids. Good Lord. Um, and these were three of them, um, Jemima, Kezia and Micah. Um, and I haven't seen them in years and years and years and years and years. And they look completely like when yeah, I, the, the dude was freaking you out a lot. Yeah. Last time I saw him, he was a tiny two year old right? <laughs> and he slept the whole time. So, uh, that was the last time many, many years ago. Um, and he's very, very tall now. Um, they have another sister as well, but she's off at university and does not live in Parkdale. Apparently, <laughs> uh, just the three of them kind of like hang out. So, and listen, it was a wonderful conversation and I greatly enjoyed meeting all of you. But there were some promises made that day. <laughs> no. Y'all three were supposed to be my Parkdale duck egg hookup. Because <laughs> y'all got more duck eggs than you know what to do with. Because your dad's into farming now, apparently. <laughs> your dad's hobby farming and gives you duck eggs. You talked a good game about your duck eggs. And how delicious they are. They got that thick, rich orange yolk. Shit, you don't refrigerate. You just kind of leave it in a basket on your... On your counter. I don't know anything about duck eggs. So folksy. Yes, Parkdale. Parkdale's angry with you. <laughs> Lots of honking today. Parkdale wants to know where the duck, where the duck eggs at. Jemima. Them- <laughs> Ke- Kesha. Was that the other? Kezia. Kezia. Want my duck eggs. <laughs> you see me on that no frills shuttle again. There is no no frills shuttle. We have a no frills now. You see me in the no frills. <laughs> Take me to where the duck I eggs apologize. are. I apologize. He's very excited about the duck eggs. <laughs> They made them sound so good. If, um, I, if I actually get to hang out with them at some point, I will <laughs> figure out some kind of duck egg. I know you're listening. You recognize me on the street. I, I'll figure out some kind of duck egg exchange program. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, then we ducked back in to... Uh, I think we ducked back in. He still was not back yet. So that's when we... Is that when we chatted with... <laughs> yes. Artist of Captara and commercial artist and dude I know and runner of Kayam's life drawing class, uh, <laughs> Kagan McLeod. Um, who was awesome, and I'm kind of just going to like try and base any art I do from now on on his, because it was so cool. Yeah, he was just chilling out doing a... <laughs> the 
lamenting that he wasn't on any panels. <laughs> well, I had he he draws or was drawing at that time in watercolor, and there was a panel specifically a twenty fifth year image panel about comic books and watercolor, which I didn't even know was a thing. <laughs> See, art world, totally blowing my mind. Um, and I was like, oh, like, there's this panel. And he said, hey, no one asked me to be on that panel. He was very sad about that. But as he said, he wasn't really promoting anything at the time. There wasn't anything, he didn't have anything new out. He was just kind of hanging uh, next to Chip Zdarsky. Who? Who called us nerds. Amazing. <laughs> the day just continued to get better. <laughs> because as we were chatting with... Kagan and looking through his portfolio and stuff, he was uh, doing a, he was doing commission sketches all day, basically. You know, he paid 30 bucks. He'd draw whatever you want. It's kind of a good deal. And I may need to think about it for future, future things. Um, and someone had asked him to draw Ray from Force Awakens. And it got to the moment where he didn't know what color lightsaber she should have. It was just kind of, you know, standard pose, kind of action, turned to the side, holding a lightsaber. Um... And he needed to decide what color it was going to be. And he asked us if we knew. And Caitlin launched into a very involved discussion of how lightsaber colors are decided, picked. I don't... By by your crystal. So, yeah, there's some crystals. It, okay. They, they were extras in Force Unleashed. That's the only reason I know anything about it. It's... Okay, so... I busted my ass to get a black lightsaber in that game. When you become a Jedi... Uh-huh. Part of that is going to get your your crystal, uh-huh. um, and usually there's a there was a Jedi cave usually where you got this, mm-hmm. um, unless you're pretty special. Uh, for instance, uh, for instance, Mace Windu got his from inside like some crazy tornado. That's why it's purple. <laughs> um, the Force works in in many different ways. Uh-huh. Uh, so you go and you basically have to do like a little bit of a journey of self discovery. And find your crystal, which only you can see, because it, it's 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 through the force that you channel the crystal channels power, um, and then that's the color of your crystal, and you make your own light- lightsaber with that crystal. Mm-hmm. It's very. If you'd like to know more, you can always watch um, the Clone Wars. And that's about the time Chip Zdarsky leaned over from inside the table <laughs> and went, "Nerds." <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? That's. That's true, and uh, that that was replayed for uh, our, our man, our man Travis, friend of the show on Twitter, was was uh, basically lamenting that he wasn't at TCAF, and if anybody saw us or Zadarsky, yeah, to uh, to say hey, and I was like, yeah, Zadarsky called us nerds, yeah. <laughs> and then he liked that tweet, and that's, I said he called us nerds, but to be fair, we were parsing lightsaber colors at the time, so yeah. it was probably deserved. Yeah, I I'm. I would like to do a one day a, a so we know that Harry Potter universe has like a Patronus test. Mm-hmm. I I know there are some lightsaber tests out there. Again, I, I haven't done any. You know what your lightsaber color is? Yeah, I'm gonna have to figure that out. Uh, yeah, and then by the time we <laughs> by the time we realized we couldn't just hang out with Kagan all day, <laughs> uh, Jimmy McKelvey was back at his table, and I went and got my hardcover signed from him. And said, thank you for making this book. And this was, this is actually, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. This is my favorite comic of all time, basically. And yeah, thank you for finishing it. Because I know over the years, it's been a hard endeavor for them. Uh, It's not really financially sound, I don't think. I don't think they ever really made any money doing this book. But they still 
chose to do the work and finish it and that meant a lot to me and being able to tell him that was a cool thing and then yeah that was pretty much tcaf and then we went and got popeyes yeah it was a good day it's a really good day yeah it was an excellent day and it's just kind of nice being in you know rooms with people who are as nerdy as you um <laughs> or at least in some ways as nerdy as you are bare minimum nerd um also i saw an, a woman with an amazing captain marvel coat but she made it herself oh right yeah that happened real early yeah i may have had a meltdown <laughs> and kate couldn't talk to her so i had to, i was just like eh, fuck it <laughs> and so i'm like hi she wants to ask you where you got your coat but she's nervous yeah i do that a lot uh, do you still have her card? Should we shout her out? Um, I don't. I could probably find her. I don't still have her card. Okay. At least not on me. So after some sleuthing, we figured out uh, she goes by Slothcore My Sher- Sherry, but it's spelled oddly. M A I S H E R I. Her website is MySherryCostumes.com. M A I S H E R I Costumes. And that is also her Instagram. So if you have a look at that, you will see some of her work and some of her cosplays and the coat she has done and you'll see the coat the coat is on there yes let me caitlin soups app oh man she said it was very warm i was like it's warm jordan i could i could wear it when it was cold it has utility as well (laughs) and then someone was wearing a captain marvel marvel sweater and i almost harassed her about that and kate's gonna be real easy to shop for on her next birthday yeah you need to get her as a Captain Marvel. Her eyes they're, are like lit up right now. They're really, I've I've looked into it. They're very expensive. I keep mm. on trying to find superhero jewelry I can like get away with at work. Um, and I've seen a couple pieces, but they all seem to be pretty expensive. So, um, so yeah, that was, that was TCAF. I mean, yeah. congrats and shouts to everyone who runs it. Uh, Chris Butcher and all the people over at, at Toronto Comics who make this happen every year. It's a. Uh, it's it's an amazing show. It's free. You actually get to talk it to is creators. Free. Well, we know how much we love free things, <laughs> but I mean that's one of. The, I've, I've never actually it's been. All you have to do to get us to go out. I've I've never really been to a con con before. Yeah, that was surprising um, to me. This was your first like con like you know artists chilling out at their table yeah. sort of con experience i've done a, a long time ago they used to have basically like book cons and i'd been to a couple of those because i was i i worked and i used to buy books for for a place um so i got to do that which was really cool but and i got to meet like um oh you know uh what's his name the pinhead uh hellraiser Oh, Clive Barker. Clive Barker, yeah. I I tried to remember his <laughs> like name. The, the actor who <laughs> played <laughs> Pin. No, the writer of the of the Great and Secret Show and stuff. Um, I got to talk with him, and so I'd done kind of that thing before, but nothing like this as nerdy as this. So it was kind of amazing. Um, it was very crowded at some points, and I was like, oh, what do I do? Where do I go? I didn't like that so much, uh, but I had a great experience, and I'm going to go back next year. And uh, yeah, it was great. I had, I had lots of fun. Thank you for coming with me. Thanks for letting me tag along and being a terrible influence and making me buy that beautiful slab of slab of wax. Listen to it hit the table, fam. That is heavy. Listen to that. Heavy this, and beautiful. This is, God, it really is pretty. Friends, go out and buy the complete phonogram. It's just so good. Fucking great. Well, I think that's that's all of our like sort of chit chat. Yeah, I suppose we should probably talk about something media related. But after some, this break. Some sort of evaluative media <laughs> break. Yeah. 
All right, we'll do that. We'll get some up. We'll take a break here because uh, we've been going for a while, and you know, if we want to give you a clean break, if you need to pause, if you need to get to work, if you need to do any of that, so we'll take a we will take that pause here, and when we come back, we'll uh, touch base on some updates on some things we've been checking out. So come back. Do that. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Uh, this is not the part where we talk about the thing we brought each other because we're just hanging. Yeah, we're not doing that this week. We're just hangs. We're doing this and we're, we're doubling up on a on another episode. Just some sick good hangs because, man, I will not be here next week. No, because... Know where, know where I'm going to be? Where, where are you going to be? I Anime mean, I... North! Anime North! Probably, listen, I'm exhausted already just thinking about this. <laughs> That's what happens when you're old. You can just anticipate the sucky future. Con life is no joke, y'all. Um, I was going to say, I, I, I knew where you were going to be because we've talked about it, um, and which is why we're doubling up this week. Um, but I'm still excited for you, even though you're not. And I'm, 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 I'm excited. Well, I mean, and listen. And sorry, last time we talked, there was no schedule. The schedule is out. So I have not completely gone over this with my uh with my companion who i will be going there with but i have uh circled some of the things that i think i will be interested in uh they include like basic things like the opening ceremonies which i don't think i've actually ever gone to what is that do they have like a parade this is kind of like where they <laughs> do they have a parade they should have a parade um just where they kind of like you know welcome everybody you know ring a gong or something I don't know. <gasps> um also on friday night will be anime hell which i talked about before which is i believe <laughs> where they just show terrible terrible animated things yeah um also the on friday the uh what the hell they call it nomi noichi which is the flea market right yeah where you can get all kinds of crazy things um my companion very much into inuyasha i was just i was showing her just because on on the forums Mm -hmm. people are already like posting like what they're going to be selling yeah and i opened like a random thing and it was crossed out because someone had already reserved it so i i didn't even really notice on the page the mention of the inuyasha tarot cards (gasps) but she was like zero like she noticed those like immediately she was like fuck somebody already took them um so that'll be that night as well there's a podcasting panel oh on the saturday what's what's it gonna teach me you've been doing this for a while what's it gonna teach me yeah I'm going to go just to feel superior. If I go, it's just going to be to feel superior. I, think that, I feel like that's a waste of your time. Very possibly it is, but it's at like 4.30 oh, yeah. on Saturday. We'll see what we We may have gone to get food. We may be drunk, <laughs> we may be drunk by then. Who knows? <laughs> um, what else is in there? Oh, my God. Some sort of concert followed by a J-pop dance party. What? What? You can show people your sweet moves. Oh, my God. I, y'all, I know so many perfume choreos. So many. He can even do it in heels. If y'all play polyrhythm. It's on. I'm dead in that entire dance floor. Also, deading my relationship with the person I'm going to this with because she will just leave. And Well, she'll be embarrassed. Yes. She'll be a little embarrassed. Would you be embarrassed? No. Girl. Maybe. Girl. I don't know. I can't dance. So if you danced, I'd be like, at least somebody's dancing. Uh, there's a cosplay burlesque. <gasps> yes, is, please. 18 plus. Little, little interested in that. Yeah. Some cosplay girls. They're... The flim flams out. See, and this this is a good time for fan service. It's basically <laughs> if a it is an announced 
18 plus <laughs> burlesque show. And the people in the show are 18 plus They're and not all consenting. 13. They're all consenting. They're willingly presenting their serviceable bits yeah. for fans. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, and on Sunday, there is a pop idol dance showcase, which is where like specifically uh, idol cosplayers, mm-hmm. like a perfume trio, perfume cosplay trio Synchronize, who I know from out and about in Toronto in that fan community, uh, they will be there. I would like to swing by to see them, but this thing is like you know, two hours long and yeah. <laughs> I want to see them dance uh, serviceably for, <laughs> yeah, Listen, they, they, they ain't the Queens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And there is a panel on Sunday called Dubs Time Forgot, which I'm very interested to see. I think it's going to be terrible, like 80s and 90s dubs. Amazing. Which could be, which could be fantastic as yeah, well. Yeah, I think that probably will be. So those are those are some of the things that I am interested in. There's also something called Otaku Baloo running on Saturday, which I don't know. Do you really want to go to anything that's called Otaku? I told you I'm looking also looking for like the dankest experience. <laughs> That's true. Ever That's true. at this. Do you want to take your poor companion to something <laughs> called Otaku Blue? I don't know how dank she gets either. Uh, all right. I think she gets pretty dank. Right. Are you um, going to be updating us as things happen? Technology permitting, I'm going to try. I okay. don't think I'm going to bring like the cuz we are staying at Stupid Matt's. Hi is, Stupid Matt. Been confirmed. What's up Stupid Matt? Uh uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll put him on blast. <laughs> What's amazing? Uh, <laughs> two things. Pops at work. I don't know how he started this. Uh, stupid Matt's last name is Mc. Okay. And for some reason, Pops once started calling him Butt McGass. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I asked, I asked Stupid Matt how his uh, how his placement was going. Yeah. Because he's off doing his uh, his internship for school right now. I don't remember where exactly he's at, but he did tell me they they fucked up his accounts on the first day. Uh-huh. They put it as McGraw. <laughs> <laughs> so I told Pops that, and his first response was, "But McGraws." <laughs> oh God, we love making fun of you, Matt, so much, and we miss you, buddy. I'm sure you're great, Matt, and that they shouldn't be making fun of you. But from what I hear, you like it when they make fun of you because you're a weirdo. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> So he's still technically employed by a major Canadian retailer in as much as like, because he doesn't know how this is going to work, right? Yeah. Like in three months, he doesn't want to be out of a job in, you know, 90 days or whenever this is over. He wants to be able to come back. Yeah. If, uh, if possible. So they're kind of keeping him as like on call, meaning like on Fridays, if somebody calls in, you just put up the, the stupid signal and, and stupid Matt will roll in and work that night. I'm shaking my head at this. Um, <laughs> But he keeps, like, fishing for shifts, not even because I think he needs the money, just because he's got all this, like, stupid in his brain that he can't get out at his job. <laughs> he really wants to act, he really wants to just come to the store, act a fool all night, and get it out of his system so he can start his work week. More mat dancing? <laughs> all the mat dancing. I'll see if I can get some stupid mat dancing uh, when I'm standing there this weekend. But yeah, I'm not bringing, like, my laptop. I thought initially, it's like, oh, I could bring the mics and the bring the mics and the laptop, and we could have, like, you know... Anime North debrief every day. Listen, that's a lot of shit to carry around. Yeah. And also, we're going to the con before the con starts. Before Matt and his girlfriend will be home. Yeah. So we got to go to the con first. Registration. Somebody really wants to hit the dealer's room like immediately. Right. That person is not me. <laughs> um. So we got to do all that. Like, I don't know when we're going to even get back to Stupid Matt's to like. And you're just going to be drop so our stuff tired off. Tired by the end of each day. Yeah. So I mean, there's probably going to be a lot of like voice memos. Yeah, <laughs> the the audio fidelity is not going to be great, but I am going to try to get something something for y'all because this is 
it's too too interesting an experience to not try to document at least a little bit. Um, so yeah, that's that is why we will be banking an episode for next week. Yeah, because I will be off doing that. Um, but because we banked an episode last week, we just had more time to kind of do stuff and watch stuff. And yeah. So we've got updates. Yeah, we do. Who wants to go first? Um, I, you can go first. You always seem to have like a like a planned update talk. Meanwhile, I'm just like, oh yeah, I remembered watching this thing. Um, I mean, Netflix just dropped like a bunch of shit at once. Uh, Which they like to do to us. Thanks, both, Netflix. Both Master of None and uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt both like dropped their latest seasons either within a week or like if not the same day. Uh, season two for Master of None, season three for Kimmy Schmidt. Um, I've watched more Kimmy Schmidt than Master of None. I don't know that I like either of those shows really, but I keep watching them. Um, I do like Master of None. It has it has weird pacing, but I kind of like that they've taken the show and done something different with it. It doesn't have to be like every other show out there. Listen, if Netflix brought the truck of money to my house yeah. and was like, go make something, I would definitely find a reason to go, you know, ride scooters through the Italian countryside. Mm-hmm. Um, good for you. You got to... <laughs> that episode did nothing. It was just an excuse to... That was episode two of this season. Yes, I don't know yes, how many... How many you watch? I've only seen three. I think I'm um, up to episode six, five, no, six, four. Because I've seen the religion one and I've seen the first date one. Right. Um, or like the dating app episode. And another one of these shows where it's like there's not really like a through thread going through, and there's like a lot of suspensions of disbelief. I don't know. Apparently, out of work commercial actors are the first pick to like host cooking competitive cooking shows. Apparently. Um, just kind of let that one go over. I thought you sucked at acting. And apparently you have all the money because you kept paying for that New York apartment while you were off learning to make pasta. No, it's a different apartment. Um, it's a different apartment. I might want receipts on that, but that was my first, no, my first thought. It's was a, like he just left that apartment for like two months and then went to Italy. No, it's a completely different apartment. That's one of the things I liked. I was like, oh, it's a different apartment because he obviously couldn't come back to the same old apartment. But there's not a real like narrative through line there i mean there's a little bit of one but it does take those moments where it just dips out to be like this episode is on this topic like the religion episode i kind of like that i don't know i'm not saying i don't mind it i'm saying it's a plus um i don't think aziz Ansari is the best actor in the world no he's not he's kind of terrible but i think that's just him he's just playing him right and i think that's that's okay <laughs> that's like all he got though yeah, that's the, all right. The guy on Parks and Rec was basic. Tom was basically him. Yeah, he's a, he's a character actor, isn't that what they call call him? <laughs> yeah, when the character is you. Um, but I mean, it's it's fine. Listen, it's, I I grade Netflix on a curve, right? Because Netflix is just like it's like the Mandarin buffet, right? It's just like here's all this stuff. Here's all this stuff. You, you know might what? not like the shrimp, but we're gonna put it out there for the people who do. And you're gonna eat it. Yeah, because it's there. Uh huh. And, and it's you, free. And you want to get your money's worth. And you can have as much of it as you want. <laughs> yep. So you can't have no more shrimps any scrimps anymore. <laughs> have all the scrimps. In this analogy, Aziz Ansari is scrimps. Um, and Kimmy Schmidt, I really think I don't like that show. I definitely don't like that show. Um, uh, senior correspondent and I tried. We we watch started watching the second season, and we couldn't do it. We like we just we're like eh, we just don't care anymore. It just and it just kind of looks like it's made on a on the cheap. See, I love stuff like that, <laughs> so do. that's not a problem for me. Like there's some just like flagrant cheap blue screen that's used in it sometimes, like the flashbacks to Titus on his cruise ship. 
<laughs> job. And it's clearly you were nowhere near a cruise ship when you made this. Oh. Um, that said, Titus Andromedon is the best part of the show. Mm-hmm. He's pretty hysterical in everything he does. Um, but yeah, that show takes some weird divergences just for the sake of being weird. And again, to narrative through line what is there i don't know there isn't really one there's a thing in the first couple episodes about the john ham cult leader um wanting to get married to someone else and like trying to get kimmy to file to file you know sign divorce papers and then she wouldn't do it because she wants to convince the woman who's marrying him to like wise up type of thing so she won't grant the divorce and Mm -hmm. that's just kind of been tossed aside we're not doing that she's a student at columbia now but that's just kind of been tossed aside um yeah it's kind of just all over the place but again it's like crab legs. It's free. It's free. And they're yummy. <laughs> Shovel them crab legs in your face. Yeah. Just do that. Uh, I have problems eating crab legs. What are your problems with crab legs? It's really complicated and it gets everywhere. Oh. <laughs> One time I went to the Mandarin and there was a dude. It was crab leg season and there was a dude at the next table over. Um, I know the person who was with me there will be listening to this and is probably dying laughing right now. <laughs> uh, it was an old Asian fellow who ate exclusively crab legs. And had on, like, latex gloves. Really? And, like, his own trash bag for, like, shells. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just what? nonstop crab legs. I feel like they would, like, know him at this point and, like, not allow him in the restaurant <laughs> anymore. He was, like, sitting behind the person I was with. Yeah. So she couldn't see. She just kept asking me, like, is he still going? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, he's still, he's still going. He's knee-deep on the crab legs. Um, God, I want the Mandarin. Yeah, so do I. I've been in the Mandarin in so long. Keep down field trip to the Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> Just eat till we die. Um, so yeah, I've been watching those. Um, I'm continuing to... Sorry. Autocorrect made that Mommy Schmidt in my, in my notes <laughs> instead of Kimmy Schmidt. I wonder what the Mommy Schmidt so, show is. Uh, continuing reading Scalped uh at a leisurely pace when it occurs to me that like you should read something right now and you're like, like oh yeah I fire up scalped thing. i don't know what issue i'm on but um the dealing with the the death of his mom and the uh the white diesel federal agent dude uh has been implicated in a murder himself and the tensions push pull there as bad horse wants to bring him in but the vile agent nits doesn't want him touched and things like that. Yeah. Sort of sort of stuff. So that's been fun. And uh, uh, Someone I was with this weekend, uh, the people who actually introduced me to the to the comic, mm-hmm. thank you, Jeff and Deirdre, um, had said, this would make a really good TV show. We're surprised no one's done this yet. And I was like, actually. Joke's fun, on you. Fun fact. Uh, APN has picked it up. So I'm excited to see what they do with that. Um and, and I think I did see a photo where, like, is Graham Greene playing Red Crow? I don't know. I thought Jason Latour had posted a photo of himself. Oh, shoot. Not Jason Latour, Jason Aaron. Oh, I was good. Yeah. Um, um, is this, what? where would this po- uh, picture be posted? On, like, the Twitters or the... Instagram? Or the Instagrams or yeah, something. Yeah, so I wouldn't have known. <laughs> Anything on social, on those social medias Caitlin doesn't have? No. Well, I see, I I have them, I just never open them or use them. Apparently, I've got a whole bunch of followers. I didn't even know. Correction. It is not Graham Greene. I feel terrible about that. It is Gil Birmingham, who actually, I believe, plays on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt as well. She oh, plays, really? She plays Jacqueline's, Jacqueline's father. Oh. Um, yes, it's that fellow. 
Oh he's, yes, that... yes, he's he's a that guy. You've yeah. seen you've seen him in a bunch of things. Yeah. Um, he'll be joining the cast as Chief Lincoln Red Crow. That's super cool. Um, Irene Bedard playing Gina Bad Horse, and Chasky Spencer as Dashiell Bad Horse. He was on Banshee. Not seen it. And the actress. Listen, let's be totally honest. Shouts to them. They're hiring indigenous actors, which means they're not really going to be household names to us. Not a lot of them, no. So Sometimes they are. Shouts to them for casting appropriately. And uh, yeah, congrats to all re- of them for getting these uh, this opportunity. I, I think that's an APN thing. <laughs> Unlike that um, movie that people are like up in arms about, where they've cast this white dude to play this famous, oh yeah, I heard like, about Hawaiian, that. yeah, Hawaiian jet slash Native Hawaiian slash Japanese. Yeah, um, there's airing on WGN in the states. I think APN is where it's airing in Canada. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, and I have one more thing to talk about. Unless you want to jump in um, with anything. Really, the only thing that I can remember is that I've seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. How was that? It was great. <laughs> I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, Baby Groot was fantastic. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. And very funny. So I hear. Yeah. Heard it bordered on maybe trying to do too much, but... I don't think so. I, it was a pretty straight, um, like... Uh, oh, what's that thing in writing where you have a story... Narrative. That's yeah, the one. That's it was a, a pretty straight narrative. Um, and I liked that the story was a little bit smaller. Uh, it wasn't as large as the last one. It's smaller. I heard some people comment that it felt bigger just because it tore everybody away from each other for long stretches of... Didn't everybody have their like own plot? Not really. Not at all. Yeah, that's what what movie were they watching? I don't know. They said Rocket and somebody went off and did this thing and... Drax and Star Lord had their own thing they were off doing, and like the team was split for like two thirds of the movie. It wasn't like, yeah, no, they they don't know what they're talking about. Right. It was it was really straightforward. Watch it again. Suck it, New Yorker. <laughs> Suck it, New Yorker. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Obviously, not as good as the first one, um, but Baby Groot was amazing. Uh, yeah, you don't have Baby Groot anymore. You have, you, have, you, know you have Surly Teen Group. Yeah? Surly, I was about to mention Surly Teen Group, but I didn't want to ruin it for anyone. Um, but Surly Teen Group yeah, is probably, might be better than Baby Groot. <laughs> Just, no, you're stupid. <laughs> um, so yeah, good times. Did Vin Diesel still do the voice? Yeah. All right. He did a Baby Groot and a Teenage Groot. Um, and that was funny. A senior correspondent asked the same question. I was like, yep, I double checked on the credits. <laughs> he does. So... In all, a whole bunch of languages. Stay caked, Vin Diesel. Um, I, last thing worth mentioning, have become obsessed with something that would probably be more in your wheelhouse a little bit. Really? It is a uh, a mobile game called Shadowverse. Oh, you have mentioned it. It is a Hearthstone clone. Yes, which I have, I played briefly. Hearthstone is a, uh, a... Sort of a virtual card game set in the world of World of Warcraft, um, which I did play for a while and kind of enjoyed the mechanics of. And this is a Japanese version of it. Um, So the character designs and the artwork on all the cards is much more anime flavored, manga flavored. 
and does some interesting tweaks to the gameplay. So basically, this is now the sound of Shadowverse booting up. <laughs> um, turn that down. It's a card game where like you play as a different character. Each character has a different play style and different cards that they can use sort of thing. And you use minions, or they're called followers, right. on this game. And you can play more powerful cards the more turns have elapsed. You know, you get little mana points or energy points or whatever. Play spheres, and the more turns go, the more powerful cards you can play. And what this game does that uh, Hearthstone did not was it uses this evolve mechanic where either depending on if you're playing first or second, you can either do it twice or three times to evolve your card, which boosts their stats and they can attack right away and type of thing. Like a Pokemon kind of? I guess. Maybe. Kind of. Um, where it's, yeah, it's the sort of thing where if like, you got to do something, you got to clear somebody off the board, you can play a card down, evolve it, and immediately attack to try and clear that card out. Cool. Um, been playing it way too much. It also seems to give away a lot more. Than Hearthstone ever did. Hearthstone starts out hot and then it's like immediately slows down. Right. To like you pay us money to get better shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shadowverse does not seem to do that. It makes it much easier to accumulate free shit. Cool. Um, and the drop rates seem to be a lot better on things like legendary cards and things like that. Um, and the expletives that this game summons from me. Oh, <laughs> they will. I'll be playing it on break at work, and everybody yeah. will be out at the lunch table, and I'll be in the office, and there'll just be a pause, and they'll hear me from in there going, Oh, you fucking cock shit. And yeah, because I get real angry. That's, uh, that's a lot. That's, I, uh, I get, I get, a lot of anger. I get real angry. And what do you get angry about? Um, these motherfuckers always seem that I'm playing against always seem to have like, you know, the perfect card to like, it's like, oh, did you really pull that? Did you really pull that? Like I start getting all the conspiracy tinfoil hat about, you know, the (laughs) the process because I can't see their cards. I was like, you motherfucker, you didn't have that. You didn't really have that. Like I'm just totally set up. I flooded the board and then they slap some card down. They're like, ah, do four damage to all, to all followers from just wait and 10 damage to the uh, enemy leader. Fump takes them all out. You son of a bitch. I feel like that. I'd, I'd get a little bit edgy if if that happened. Like, irritate you a little bit? Yeah. Perhaps? Yeah. That's all it does. It just irritates me a little bit. I just express my irritation colorfully. But I'm still playing it. <laughs> and it's still dope. I'm playing with, playing with a for, forest craft deck right now. Don't know what that means. It's very elvish. It involves use of a lot of low-level fairies. Wow. Just flood that board. You were like, how are these words coming out of his mouth right I know. Now? <laughs> I'm just, I am, I am shocked. L- Low-level fairies. Low-level fairies. My ancient, my ancient forest dragon. Oh, wow. See, then they change. See? If you evolve it, <gasps> it's better. Ooh. So you went from, went from a 6-8 to an 8-10. Wow. Right? You just fucking You know what, me. you know what, the reason this is happening? Hmm. It's because I gave you a taste of D&D. I, I'm, the two are not related. <laughs> Are you sure? The two are not related, Caitlin. I think they are. They're not related. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get working on that campaign. We're gonna have to record at some point very soon. All the characters: Arisa, Erica, my waifu. Okay. Yes, I have a waifu in the game. Yeah. All right. It sucks because she's kind of terrible, but I keep playing as her. 
She my wife. Um, <laughs> as said, it's real. Yep, that's the that's the right face to make. <laughs> that's the appropriate face to make because this has very uh, manga inspired character designs. Yep. So, what do you think some of these characters lead with? Yeah. They're not leading with low level fairies. No, they're leading with big old titties. Yeah, and Isabel got some big old titties. Uh, Rowan, the dragon dude, and your lolly. Yep. Your lolly goth. And then a vampire, and then some priestess type thing. Um, Yeah, and they had like a Street Fighter tie-in, and like a Rage of Bahamut tie-in. Like, uh, all right. Because you can buy different, I don't need to do any of this, but you can buy different leaders, so you can buy like M. Bison, and he's like, oh. he has the play style of the, lolly, the lollycon girl, so that's the deck you use. <laughs> The danger is, the worst it's ever going to get is, like, I have an App Store credit just kind of lying around. Uh-oh. It's like, because they offer pre-made decks, too. Yeah. It's like, I would have enough. We got a special deal on, like, X amount of, like, crystals, which is the, you know, the premium money. Yeah. I could buy that, get a pre-made deck, and then have a little something left over. Uh-oh. I've never done that. I've never spent. The most I ever... The only time I ever spent like actual money, no, I actually didn't because I grind, I grinded on fucking Simpsons, tapped out for like three years to get the amount of donuts <laughs> I had wow. in that game. It just occurred to me to play it sometimes, and sometimes I, you know, hot and cold, right? Just, yeah, it would occur to me, and I actually spent most of my donuts when uh, Mr. Sparkle became a uh, Mr. Became a, Sparkle. Mr. Sparkle became a premium character, and I definitely bought him. Um, but yeah, we might do it. I might do oh, it. Oh, see, that's how they get you. I know because senior correspondent was the person who made it so that games were highly addictive, <laughs> and would tell me all the like the tricks that they would use. So when I was playing SimCity, build it. I I was like, ang- I was angry at him. <laughs> I was just, like, just I want education for my citizens, and I can't. This is your fault. The citizens are stupid, and it's your fault. And this is the other thing. This is why else I get angry. I have cards in this deck I've never even fucking seen. They've never even come up. I've never drawn these cards. Pegasus Elf? I've never even seen this fucking card. Pegasus Elf? It has never... What does this card even do? Choose an enemy. Change an enemy's defense to one. This card has never come up. I've never drawn this card want, in my life. I want to see the card. That's the Pegasus Elf. It's kind of pretty. Shum. That's what it involves. But there are definitely uh, some cards in here because, you know, in the loading screen, it'll show you, like, the artwork, you know, close-up, blown-up yeah. artwork of some of the cards. Yeah, there's some questionable panty shots in there that didn't need to All panty shots are questionable. It can't be helped sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no, it can. Marilyn Monroe is, like, is she legendary for a panty shot. No, she's not. <laughs> they take it to an extreme. Who takes what to an extreme? Japanese manga artists. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, so that's Shadowverse. It's technically free to play on your iOS or Android <laughs> device. I'm glad you said technically. <laughs> technically this free. This is SimCity build it all over you don't, again. You don't have to spend any money on it. But if you don't want your citizens to be stupid and bored... <laughs> I maybe had to get rid of... That game off it's my a, tablet. Is still on your tablet? Nope. No. Gone. Of course it's not, because I still have money. Um, oh, yeah, the only other thing I'm playing, which I was playing, is Caitlin came in, is you know, still trucking away at Borderlands. Might be starting my replay any day now. 
and alarm to learn that the uh the the fun and fancy free uh D and D style expansion pack there on Borderlands looks like it might be uh, about a young girl's grief, actually. Yeah. Yeah, no, D and D's a lot deeper. Because it uh takes place after the main campaign of Borderlands two and someone dies during the course of that game. And the the young, you know, tween GM of the Borderlands expansion keeps talking about like, oh man, we should have waited till this person got here to do this, or waited, you know, they have better skills for this. And the other people there are like, yeah, who's gonna tell her that he ain't coming? This is terribly sad. <laughs> it is sad, and I think ultimately, you know, you're you're supposed to find a queen. I'm sure this is gonna get real deep with like her mom and something like that. Things of that sort with the character. So, and on that note, don't ever tr- don't ever trust them video games, fam. Don't ever trust them video you games. You think it's just fun, and then all of a sudden, it's just fun and shooting orcs in the face with a shotgun. But then, but then, then, and they come for you. Anyway, well, that's the show. That's the show. It was just all chit chat. We told you guys all chit chat. We'll be back to format next week and out of time. And out again, of time. not out of time for the show, but out of time for the show but it's going to be jammed with news and it's going to have chit chat because friends yeah. i didn't even tell you all the things i have for chit chat today really saving some chit chat for y'all oh that's exciting i'm saving some chit chat too mostly angry chit chat angry chit chat yeah oh my god i gotta wrap this up so i can hear what the angry chit chat is <laughs> and friends teaser you know who's going to make a return on the next episode who the homie hisa <gasps> we all love the homie hisa i love the homie hisa the homie hisa approving proving once and for all, he the homie. It's good to know. I'm excited. You're going to find out about that. Caitlin's going to find out about it in like 15 minutes. You're going to find out about it, unfortunately, next week. Um, and I do have one more thing to mention. Do it. It's very, very important. Oh, my God. Yes. I think I know what it is. The contest. Yes. The contest. We've had, um, we've had people do the survey, which is great. Yep. All the details of the contest are on our Facebook and on our Patreon um basically the contest is uh you get you go you do a really really quick survey so quick about the show um you put a link up either on your twitter on your facebook um to the show you can add that you think it's amazing and brilliant and everyone should watch it and listen to it um or you can just put the link up there and we are going to put your name into a hat it might even be a real hat jordan has a lot of them and we're gonna pull (coughs) your name out and you will have a chance to win an awesome prize pack. What's the prize, Caitlin? The prize is the Ponyfied Versions of Us poster. What else? Um, there is going to be a $10 Google Play card, perfect for any of the games we were t- just talking about. Absolutely. Mm, what else? Um, and snacks. Snacks, y'all. And they will be um, kind of region-specific snacks. So say if oh, you we, are We're not in... just going to go get you some Cool Ranch Doritos or something. Oh, no, no, no. Say if you're, you know, from Australia and you've <laughs> never tried ketchup chips before, um, we will be sending you some stuff like that. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see who the winner is. Make sure you post um, a, a link to our show, though, because that is the way we know you are... Doing the contest. Post that link. If you don't do that, I won't know that you've done the survey and that you want to be entered into the contest. Or if for some reason you don't want to have a chance to be a winner, you can just like do the survey if you want, I guess. You know, our fans are weird, but (laughs) that's all up to you. We appreciate it either way. Yeah. So like I said, details are are out there. um, And if you have any questions about the contest, please feel free to get at us on any of our socials. 
You can get us at uh, get at us on the Twitter, which is at GeekdownPod. Yep. You can get at us by email, which is GeekdownPod at gmail.com. Yep. And finally, you can get at us um, by uh, Facebook, which we are at www.facebook.com forward slash GeekdownPod. Um, so yeah, and that's 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 the show. That is the show. Thank you so much for joining us, friends, as you do every week. It does mean the world to us. We will be back here next week. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. Theme song is by Rob Gasser, and we will both be back here next week for a fantastic episode of the Geek Down Podcast. See you then. Sherbirds. <laughs> I thought you said Sherberts. <laughs> Where? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm.